Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. is always such a strange time for pro wrestling because even though WCW had died like five years earlier, WWE was all, ha ha, we are the big boys in town and all these little promotions were trying to climb up the ladder and obviously TNA was doing okay, but nothing really felt the same. And you could argue it kind of continued on to this until 2019, but we don't want to talk about that. That's way too modern because we are getting in our DeLoreans. We are going back in time. And given that it is Raw Rumble season, I thought, well, we've never talked about the 2006 version of it. Why not do it today? So my name is Simon What Culture. Thank you for joining me as always. Now let's all take our own fingers of power, which is not a euphemism, and give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down from the event that just came out of my mouth. The video at the start of the Royal Rumble tells us that Mark Henry is desperate for power. Like, has that ever been part of his gimmick? Who is he? Skeletor from He-Man? I'm pretty sure that he was already powerful and already throwing people around. But I will be honest with you, it did sound pretty good. And when you break it right down, that's all these hype videos are for. Forget all of that though, because the Royal Rumble 2006 in terms of visuals is absolutely awesome. You have this massive set and there's a big door with guards open it like they're welcoming royalty. I know I've said this before, but I'm saying it again. Why don't we do this today? WWE has more money than sense. I mean, you see that every single week on the TV. That's a joke, everybody calm down. And yet it's the same old thing. So I'm going to stand here until WWE brings back unique sets, which means I'm going to die in this position. We then finally get going and it is a six-way invitational cruiserweight match with a secret entrant. And I'm just going to tell you this is Gregory Helms. And if you're like Simon, you didn't put much more gravitas behind that announcement. Well, this is how WWE does it. He comes out to his like generic theme 101. They go, oh, it's Gregory Helms, as if they're meeting him down a coffee shop. You also get current champion Kid Cash, Funaki, the greatest wrestler ever, Nunzio, Jamie Noble, and Paul London. And this is one of those matches where you can kind of look through a window and see into the future, because they're doing flips, and my word, are they doing dives. But it's not as crazy as you'd see if you turn on the television right now, but at one point, Paul London does this shooting star press from the top rope to the outside, and even though there are five other people in this match, nobody bothers to catch him. Then this poor man, he gets back in the ring and Kid Cash gives him this brain buster and he drops him right on his head. So it was no wonder a few years later he was going to laugh after Vince McMahon was exploded in that limo. He probably still weren't right. I tell you what does rock though. I mean, obviously Funaki, we've already made that clear. But the damn match ends 
with a shining wizard. I mean, better known in 2022 as the V-Trigger. This move, when it's hit properly, is so good. So when Gregory Helms does smash somebody in the face with his knee, pins him and becomes the champion, you go, yeah, well, of course that would happen. Who's getting up from that? So this was fun enough, and really, in many ways, Helms is so underrated. Like You could put him in any position, and he'd always be a solid hand. It is getting it up. Because it's also 2006, WWE hadn't abandoned the idea of the Raw Rumble Tumblr. So you do get a bunch of wrestlers going in throughout the show going, oh, I can't believe it, I got number 72, even though that would mean they weren't in the Rumble. But the problem in 2006 is that this is a time when Vincent Mann had his Devils, which was just three women on the roster that he did. So quite clearly, he could just be massively inappropriate with them. I mean, honestly, some of the stuff he does with Candice and Tori Wilson, it made me want to turn off. And I only didn't because I love you, but no, I didn't want to watch it. Triple H and Randy Orton are our first two, and Randy was all like, oh man, I can't believe it got the best balls ever. Don't do it. Whereas Triple H was like, oh no, my balls are terrible. So you already knew what this was going to play out as. But it's just so fun. I don't want to tie it into the set rant that I had at the beginning of the video, but maybe it's something that we should bring back. You also get a quick skit between Trish Stratus and Mickey James. And Mickey James hasn't gone full on psychopath here, but she does use this moment to tell Trish that she loves her. Imagine you were about to go to your job, because of course they're about to go out there and have a match, and somebody went, uh, by the way, Steve, I really love you. You're like, Dave, I just want to do these accounts. Anyway, it is James versus Ashley with Stratus as the special guest referee. And if I was going to make a noise to sum up this match, it would be hmm. Now, we've already talked about this feud, which does culminate at WrestleMania, and that match is really good. So the advice I'm going to give to you today is just take 30 seconds, stop listening to me, but definitely come back, and instead, check out that contest, because I don't want to be mean, and everybody here tries so hard. It is not the best. Because the problem is, no move whatsoever connects well. Like, at one point, there is the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. But the only way I could describe it is two people kind of hitting each other and then falling over on the floor. And you can tell what the fans think, too. Because as soon as any one of them is on the outside, you've got a bunch of people going, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They're doing the rest count at about 700 miles per hour because they just want this over. They want them to get counted out. There's then these things that I will describe as punches and there's also a spear and when Mickey James finally DDTs her off the second rope well, I kind of just felt like everyone was done that is the finish and then Trish does this weird thing when she goes one two think about it think about it think about it three and I get this was tied to the story but you can't do that if you are a wrestling official you must count the fall whether you like it or not but then yes afterwards Trish Stratus tries to touch Mickey James inappropriately and if I ever meet Vince McMahon and I can ask him one question, it's going to be this. Why in 2006 did you have to book so many inappropriate angles? And then when you find out about this, you'll be so mad at me. You'll be like, Miller, so many questions and you asked him this? Point is, I'm giving it a doubt. It is then back to Vince and his devils after this. And honestly, it's just like watching a horny uncle at Christmas. I mean, there was so much innuendo here. I felt like I'd done something wrong, like I was riddled with guilt. And when Big Show get in there... The joke is his hand is too big, so he can't pick up one of his balls. I mean, it's basically all the stupid stuff I was doing five minutes ago. Rey Mysterio is here too, and when he gets his ball, he has to look to the sky and go, oh man, Eddie, you got me again, and we've already talked about this. Eddie Guerrero was one of the best professional wrestlers ever, and I'm sure he would have been fine with this, but as a fan, it just kind of feels, well, it's just uncomfortable, right? Let's move on. The Royal Rumble card up to this point then continues to be a one-match affair, 
because the next match is JBL versus the Boogeyman. And like most Boogeyman matches, it is essentially Books just doing this for a while and eating some worms. And as ever, Bradshaw didn't want to eat any of these, so he had to find somebody else to do it. And as he was affiliated with Gillian Hall, the poor woman has to basically have worms spat in her mouth. Now, think of this right now. You're a wrestling fan, you're young, and you want to grow up and be a professional wrestler, you make it to WWE. You're going to be like, fuck me sideways, how did I do this? And then you're told, back in January 2006, some dude is going to spit some worms into your mouth. You'd be like, damn, sports entertainment. Davio kind of used this as some kind of distraction to beat up the boogeyman, but once again, the whole time, they're just doing this. He got this strange dance, and if I was near him, I'd be like, boogie, what is wrong? And now seriously, he just does that over and over again and he gets bored and he hits JPL with the pump handle slam and he wins which brings up another question why was WWE behind him so much like in 2006 he beat everyone down back to the number fun backstage and we see Shelton Benjamin with his mama yes I know let's just move on to something else and you get Eminem picking their numbers too because these guys all want to throw Shawn Michaels out because they basically hate him I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It was then time for the Royal Rumble, although beforehand the Spirit Squad come out and they just jump around for a while. And here's the thing. This is one of the worst things you will ever see, but it is meant to be awful. Like, these five kids were meant to be annoying. And if Shawn Michaels and Triple H one day hadn't have gone, yeah, we don't think you're very good, and quite literally sent them back into developmental, you probably could have pushed them in some specific way. Instead, they just came out, much like Boogie from earlier, did some kind of dance, and then we cut to a video, and when we came back... They were gone. Soon after this, we do get on with the Rumble and we learn that Triple H has drawn number one and Rey Mysterio has drawn number two. So no matter what you think about anything else, this is just such smart booking because straight away you go, well, I mean, Triple H is a guy that could win the Rumble and of course we all want Rey to, but now there's no way they can do it. It's the simple stuff that gets you. Rey naturally has to have the full Eddie Guerrero entrance, but we've gone into it enough. And then I'm very proud and very honored to say somebody makes their debut here 
on Retro Ups and Downs, and he's a personal favourite of mine, say hello to Simon Dean. Now, Mr. Dean does not get chatted about enough anymore because he took this gimmick and it's so great. He is just a walking infomercial, but he totally understands how to make this as annoying as possible, so much so you just start laughing. I mean, he just comes out on his stupid scooter, he's trying to sell his wares to everyone, and he genuinely rubs you up the wrong way, which is why I want him back tomorrow. He tries to high five Triple H, and of course that goes terrible, so he and Rey Mysterio get rid of him as they do to psychosis before out comes Ric Flair. Despite being crazy over, it's actually Hunter that back body drops the nature boy to the outside to thunderous booze. And then you get the big show, you get Jonathan Coachman for some lols, and then somebody backstage hit the big guy button because here came all the big guys. Because you get Bobby Lashley, who hasn't aged a day, you get Kane, eventually you get Sylvan. I don't know what to say about him. Booker T is a major surprise because when he gets in there, he lasts about 30 seconds before Chris Benoit, who has also arrived, takes him and throws him out. But then you get your first proper, oh, I didn't see that coming, because out comes Tatanka. Now, for me, I love this, because I remember Tatanka, and I couldn't believe he was back in 2006. But if you watch the crowd, I'm pretty sure you saw one guy turn to his friend and go, who the hell is Tatanka? And also, don't forget, this means within the story, Tatanka had woken up in January and gone, you know what? I think I can main event WrestleMania. I'm going to the Rumble. Eugene pops in later, and as ever, he is just a massive walking bag of controversy, and he actually does get some booze here. But then the fans are happy again, because here comes Rob Van Dam. And honestly, this dude just has Jeff Hardy syndrome. It doesn't matter what he's done or what he hasn't done. If you pop him in front of an audience, they will just all cheer. But I'm pretty sure he could have been involved with the Katie Vick angle. And even today, people are like, man, it wasn't Rob Van Dam's fault. We give him a free pass. For some reason, too, during the 2006 Royal Rumble, WWE ignored one of their biggest rules, which is at some point, somebody will come out and clear the ring. But nobody does this. So I swear, at one point, there is about 13, 14 individuals in there, and it's really hard to make out what is going on. Now, Viscera does arrive at one point, but it's Viscera. Big Vis ain't allowed to do shit. It soon turns out that Randy Orton pulled number 30, which is why he was so happy before. But it's kind of disappointing because you're like, man, Tatanka is the only surprise. And it's only now when somebody realizes, man, we got to start clearing the ring. So dudes start getting chucked over the top rope. There's also the tease throughout all of this that Eminem or Shelton Benjamin may actually throw the heartbreak kid out of here. But for you see, and as you know, if you watch other ups and downs, at this point, HBK was feuding with Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So out he came. He is just a decoy though, because as Sean is looking at him, Shane McMahon magically transports in behind him. He throws out Shawn Michaels. And this is when I was just dying. I love this rule and I will love it till my dying day because you can be a non-official participant of the Rumble, throw out an official competitor and the refs just go, yeah, that's fine. You're allowed to do that. We don't care. I mean, all sports should embrace this. All sports should embrace it to the point if you have like the Super Bowl or the FA Cup final, another team that lost can just walk in, take out one of the other teams and say, oh, we're in this now. And everyone just goes, yeah. I don't know why anybody else didn't think of it. Soon it is Randy Orton, Triple H, Rey Mysterio and Rob Van Dam in the final four. So that's a pretty good showing for him. Although, of course, he does get thrown out by the game. But the best thing about this is that listen to what I just say. Back in 2006, everyone was like, wait a minute, Mysterio is going to throw out Randy Orton and Triple H? That's not going to happen, but by Jove it was. There's a huge reason fans lose their mind when Mysterio does Hurricane Rana Triple H out of there, but when he does the same thing to Randy Orton, 
they burst at the seams and it just makes you feel all warm and fuzzy in your tum-tum because the love is there, the goodness is there and it radiates out of your TV and it smacks you right in the face. So in no way overall was this a classic rumble and in fact it can be quite dull at times but if we are talking about the finish of a match or ensuring that the end of the journey you have a fantastic destination, you have got to give it an up and of course Rey Mysterio go on to WrestleMania to become the champion and then it was just downhill but I'm not going to worry about this. I mean in 2006 I had hair, I've been through a lot so I'll focus on that instead. He also instantly gets murked backstage because he bumps into Edge and Lita who quite literally point him and go ha 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 you're never going to be the champion but Karma is a bitch man, he shouldn't have done that because Edge is about to fight John Cena and it don't go well. Now the story here did absolutely rock because of course Edge had cashed in the first ever Money in the Bank briefcase at the New Year's Revolution pay-per-view costing John Cena after he had been in the Elimination Chamber. Now at the time nobody actually knew how long the rated R superstar was going to hold on to this especially because he was quite the ratings draw but WWE decided well we think about three weeks is fine. It makes it even funnier because on the internet at the time there were some people going see I told you WWE have given up on John Cena and then 10 years later they were still trying to pretend this was true. And they really couldn't have been even more wrong because not only does he get his championship back he also gets some crazy entrance with a hydraulic ramp I suppose you'd have to call it. And don't forget this isn't Wrestlemania it's the Raw Rumble but the powers that be still went <laughs> John ain't just gonna walk to the ring he's our favourite. I mean everyone still boos the man but WWE doesn't care by this point and it's so obvious that John Cena and Edge have decided we have to go out there and we have to have a classic and start some kind of a long-term feud. And while this is really good, they never really hit that peak. I couldn't really tell you why. I mean, there is this really good bit when Edge spears John Cena into the still steps. You're like, oh man, they're going all out here trying to hit home runs. And there's another good tease when Edge gets back in the ring at nine and it looks like John Cena is going to get counted out. But forget all of that. None of it matters. Because the best thing about this match is John Cena's shouting. At one point, he just looks at Edge and goes, shoulder tackle, and there's no way. He's trying to cover his voice. He is just yelling. I know that everybody gets on his case for this, but I think it's brilliant, and I think all wrestlers should do this because it really makes me laugh. Cena also goes to the top rope and tries that top rope leg drop thingamajig he was doing at the time, but he just lands and destroys his ass shouldn't have said that but you know what I mean. He also goes for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment but amazingly it doesn't work and you can kind of see this finish coming a mile away. Like there's some fracas or some nonsense where Edge and Lita go crashing into each other. This makes Edge goes, oh no I forgot I'm in a match. He gets AA'd. Finally he gets put in the STFU and he taps out. Now I did enjoy this because both guys are such good workers but again three weeks of the Edge title reign that was just redonkulous but I'm still giving it up. WWE then decided they would Rey Mysterio, Lita and Edge because when they get backstage, they bump into Hacksaw Jim Duggan who of course looks at Lita and just goes, Oh! And if you're thinking there is a double meaning to this, yes, you are correct. So with everything here and with Vince's devils, I'm just going to make myself feel better inside and give it a down. This also does mean that the main event for the Raw Rumble 2006 is Kurt Angle taking on Mark Skeletor Henry. I, know, I like Kurt Angle and I like Mark Henry, 
but I will never be able to figure out who chose this. Now, Angle was the man at this stage and capable of even dragging my ass to a good match, but Mark Henry was still finding his way, and as we know, it would be a few years before he entered the Hall of Pain and became an absolute superstar. I mean, it just doesn't feel like it should be last, which does play on your mind, especially when you've got the Royal Rumble over there staring at you. Why didn't we switch these two things around? Fans are just so worn out too, I think they're dreaming about going home. This is quite so place as Mark Henry picks up Kurt Angle and he throws him around and he drops him on the top rope and then he gives him a bear hug. But you know this isn't gonna work because he ain't no bear and there's no bears around to hug anyway. Because Mark is so big, Kurt isn't able to pick his leg or hit the angle slam and that does build to this cool looking German suplex. But even after he hit it, I was like, was that enough for me? And I think the answer was no. There is a ref bump, which is way too much given all the other shenanigans we have done on the show. But this was to allow Davari to come out, who had been teamed up with Mark Henry after that other thing had happened. But he gets smashed with a chair, and then Mark Henry gets smashed in the penis, and he also gets smashed with a chair. Then he gets his shoulder up with two, because of course we're trying to build him as a monster. I just did that. As always, I just do an emoji shrug. I then had to check my notes, and yes, Kurt Angle was the babyface here because he goes to explode the turnbuckle, but Mark Henry proved he had been playing too much Arkham Asylum, even though this one had come out for a couple of years, because he just runs at Angle, Angle gets out the way, he twonks his head, and he knocks himself out. This, of course, allows Angle to hit the most devastating move in all the sports entertainment to pin Mark Henry and still be the champion. That is such a lame end to the Royal Rumble. So no, this one did not work for me, and I'm giving it a down. It also turned out, ironically, this whole main event was basically one angle to set up another angle, because as soon as we are done, The Undertaker makes his big return to the WWE. Or at least this is how the commentators sell it, but in reality, he'd only been away for about five weeks. He also comes out on this chariot thing led by a horse, and as ever, I was just dying, because what was the point of it? He like moves about 10 feet, and then he just stops. He went to all this effort and probably hired the damn horse just to go trot, 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 stop. Undertaker, you a fool. He stares down Angle and of course uses his magic powers to destroy the ring in the ringside area, which I bet annoyed the ring crew. And all of this was building to Kurt Angle versus The Undertaker, as well as a Mark Henry match that we have talked about already here on Retro Ups and Downs. So it is a pretty cool ending, although it is also pretty weird. Why the hell didn't we just put the Royal Rumbles here? But it is very good. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. and It makes me turn into a child again. And if you have been watching this last bit going, Simon, why have your face and clothes changed? Well, maybe something happened to the video and maybe we had to record it again. Let's get back to it. As always, I leave you with a second opinion. In this case, Dave Meltzer's Resting Observer Ratings, which obviously he did back in 2006. The Cruiserweight Classic gets two and a half stars. Mickey James versus Ashley got minus half a star or maybe one and a half stars. I think it's just half a star. It could be one and a half stars. It's really small on my phone. The Boogeyman versus JBL got a dud. The Rumble gets three and a half stars. Very fair by Dave Meltzer there. John Chayner versus Edge got two stars. Kurt Angle, Mark Henry got three and a quarter stars, which actually means I did read that one wrong. You know, the Ashley Mickey James one did get minus one and a half stars. Which brings us to the end of another Retro Ups and Downs. And I want to thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for always watching. I appreciate you. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.